I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. I'm Michael Berry and it is an honor to be filling in for Clay and Buck who will be back with you on Wednesday after a July 4th break. Tomorrow on Wednesday they will be talking to former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and it should be interesting to hear how Chris Christie responds to his inability to make any moves in the polls. But I will leave that to Clay and Buck for now. Let's start with someone else I'm not fond of, and that's Lindsey Graham. On the evening of January 6th, after the Stop the Steal rally, President Trump, President Trump speaks to his fans, and they walk over to the Capitol. And regardless of what you believe happened that day, I believe a number of FBI agents were encouraging, uh, inducing some sort of violent rally, which didn't occur. The only death that occurred was to an American patriot who she was a veteran, was killed by an officer who wasn't punished and should have been. Uh, There were a lot of things going on at the time. There were supposedly a bomb placed at the Republican headquarters and the Democrat headquarters. There was supposedly all this violence, but the very guy we have on video encouraging it, well, we're told that he was a great guy, and he's the one guy who wasn't prosecuted. Adam Kinsinger and Liz Cheney sure did try to send a lot of patriots to prison, and many of them ended up there. And Lindsey Graham, what did he do that day? Well, that evening, Lindsey Graham said he did not want to be associated with the people who had stolen Constitution or Uncle Sam outfits, little old ladies and American patriots and small business owners and veterans, people who conducted themselves, in my opinion, in a commendable manner. Oh, we were told it was an insurrection. How come nobody had guns? 
what exactly was this all about? Seemed to me like a group that were disenchanted that their presidential candidate hadn't won, whether it was due to a cheat or lack of turnout or whatever you think that may have been. But we focus on Lindsey Graham, the Republican senator from South Carolina, who vacillates between trashing Donald Trump and his supporters and loving Donald Trump, depending on the mood. On January 6th, Lindsey Graham had this to say. And before we start, Lindsey Graham then said that it seemed like Joe Biden would be the best man to be president after this because he would do the best job. And you think about how many people have gone to prison. Think about how many people have been harassed. Think about everything Joe Biden has done, none of which is a surprise to any of us. As Denny Green, then coach of the Arizona Cardinals, said after they almost beat the Patriots but didn't, he is who we thought he was. And nobody knows that better than Lindsey Graham. He's been in politics for 30 years in the Senate for 20. Joe Biden, 50 years in the United States Senate. Lindsey Graham knows exactly who Joe Biden is. So when he said this on January 6th, he knew of what he spoke. We'll actually come out of this thing stronger. Moments like this reset. It'll take a while. People will calm down. People are, I don't want to be associated with that. This is a group within a group. And what this does, it, there'll be a rallying effect for a while where the country says we're better than this. And Biden will help that, right? Yeah, totally. He'll be a, maybe the best person to have, right? I mean, how bad can you get it for Joe Biden? Hmm. Okay. Uh, pretty bad. I, I think we've, we've sunk to the depths and we're getting an idea. So now fast forward to a couple of days ago. Lindsey Graham has gone back, the favorite son, he would have you believe, of Pickens, South Carolina, and he's going to be introducing Donald Trump. The police chief said that there were 50,000 people at this rally. So Trump's about to speak to the gathered, and Lindsey Graham gets up on stage to introduce him. This is not only the state he's from, this is the community he's from, and these people didn't forget. Listen to them boo him and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome United States Senator Lindsey Graham. Pickens. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank y'all. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Well, well, you want to find something in common? <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. Welcome to Pickens County. A little bit about this county. Just calm down for a second. I think you'll like this. Pickens County has more Medal of Honor winners 
per capita than any place in the nation. I was born in this county. I live 15 miles down the road. They don't seem too impressed. Even throwing in the Medal of Honor winners didn't win him any applause. Mind you, this is a crowd that's on the verge of going crazy for Donald Trump in his speech, booing the man chosen before that to introduce him. Perhaps it's because going back to 2016, Lindsey Graham has been claiming that a win in Ukraine is in the offing. And the man loves, loves to claim that Putin is about to be toppled and that your boy's blood needs to be spilled and your back pocket pillaged to pay for his effort. Lindsey Graham has a strange, twisted, perverse love of sending our young men into battle. And people have had enough. The rise of the Tea Party, the rise of the grassroots, the absolute rejection of the neocons is the biggest, most important change in Republican Party voters in the last 15 years. And interestingly, Trump reflects that. And DeSantis seems to be following the same path because they recognize that's where the heart and soul of the Republican voter is. We'll get to your calls later in the show. I want to start by focusing on to start with, the two biggest cases to come out of the Supreme Court last week. One of them related to affirmative action in university admissions, and one of them related to student loan debt in university admissions. Or as I would like to frame the question, who gets into college and who pays for it? But before we do that, to frame this properly, because the university and getting into the right university and paying these obscene amounts of money for the university seems to be a national preoccupation. I have a son who is 17, about to enter his senior year. I have a younger son, Crockett, who's a freshman, about to enter his sophomore year. And we've been doing college tours. Most people I know who have high school students are in one way or another considering what their child's going to do when they graduate high school. And in most cases, that involves some level of higher education. Maybe it's the military. And in some cases, maybe it's the military partly from patriotism and partly because it helps pay for school. Very few people think about vocational institutions, even though those are the real life skills that'll give you a career and a profession that you can make money. So what is the importance of this university? Before we get to the two Supreme Court rulings and why they are important, let's step back and ask the question, why is the university and the particular university so important? It seems almost like a summer camp. It's this place you're gonna go and you're gonna learn about yourself and you're going to explore and you're going to get room and board while you're there. And you're going to meet all these interesting people. And at the end of it all, what? There's not a job waiting, especially if you're a sociology or psychology major. So why take on all this debt? Why is the federal government loaning you this money? Why aren't people able to pay this debt back if going to the university 
was going to increase your earning capacity. And why is it so important to let black kids into the university and keep Asian kids out? What's the overarching goal? What exactly are we trying to accomplish? Let's step back from our immediate political thoughts, because this is a highly political issue, and consider that and those two rulings coming up. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's govgovx.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. And there you have it. The day you get to sit in the big seat for Clay and Buck and the technology works against you. Bear with me. We are making it happen. Fortunately, it's the best team in radio. 
and uh, they are working with my own lack of ability with engineering issues. But here we go. So the discussion I want to have relates to the university and this massive expenditure individuals and our government are making so that you can have this supposedly four years. Some of you had five, six, or seven. Some people don't get a degree. Some people never go. Some people go to the military. Some people go to vocational schools. But for whatever reason, we have decided that this massive expenditure of money needs to be outlaid to go to college. Total national consumer debt is $16.51 trillion, which ought to frighten you. 71% is your largest asset, your mortgage. The second largest source of loans are student loans at almost 10%. That's more than auto loans at 9%. It's more than credit cards at 5.5%. And consider this fact. Some people take credit card loans to supplement their student loans while they're going to college. Is it really healthy for people to spend four or more years not working, taking on loans to go to the university? Toward what end? To get a better job? To explore your potential career? Ask yourself this. Is what you went to college for what you're doing today? I went to law school. And now I'm just begging the Clay Buck team to figure out how to get me connected because I don't have an engineer here, which means I wish I'd gone to engineering school or at least spent some time running a board instead of just talking on a radio show. But if we're spending so much money on student loans as a nation, as a people, what's the purpose? Why is it so important? Two major Supreme Court cases came down last week that relate to two major things regarding the university. Number one, who gets in? See, universities want to put black kids in front of white kids, no matter what the black kids have done and what the white kids have done. If the black kid's scores are lower than the white kids, oh, that's okay. If the black kid doesn't do as well in school as the white kid, well, we still want to put that kid in front of the white. Why? For what in? Why are we sending these people to the university and particularly the Ivy Leagues? What is so important about that? Do you get a badge, secret handshake, an automatic job offer? How did we allow this to happen that the universities control success in this country to the extent that they even do? That's what I want to talk about. Hopefully we've secured our engineering issues and we'll continue that conversation coming up. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. 
Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. So $400 billion, that's what Joe Biden wants to spend your taxpayer dollar, helping out 43 million Americans who owe between 20000 and, say, $40,000. It's up to $10,000 that they'll wipe away of your student loans and up to 20000 if it's Pell Grant money. So... Taxpayer dollars will be redirected from people who didn't go to college or who paid for their own college and paid off their student loans or worked while they were going to school. Taxpayer dollars will pay back student loans for people who don't want to pay them back. And I'm old enough to remember last month when Republicans caved to the Democrats in their debt ceiling deal because dead burn it. Americans pay their bills, remember? We had to have a debt ceiling increase because we had to pay off our debts because Americans make good on our debts. That's what the Democrats kept telling us. But now we're saying that university students don't have to pay off their debts. Well, last month's debt ceiling debate was a way to take on more debts to pay off the debts we already had. And now what we're doing is a $400 billion wealth transfer from taxpayers to university students, some of whom graduated, some of whom didn't, who don't want to pay back 
their loans. The case was Biden versus Nebraska. John Roberts wrote the majority opinion. It was a 6-3 ruling. The conservatives in favor, the liberals against. This goes back to something that happened during the Trump administration. Betsy DeVos, who was the education secretary, used something called the HEROES Act. The HEROES Act was passed after September 11th, and that gave the Secretary of Education the ability to modify the student loan program during a time of crisis. I think we can all agree that 9-11 was a crisis. But for some reason, the Secretary of Education at the time needed the ability to keep people from having to pay back their student loans. We didn't give that protection for your home, for your car, or for your credit cards. But for some reason, when there's an emergency, the HEROES Act says college students just aren't able to pay back their student loans. So we've got to give the Secretary of Education the ability to keep them from having to pay back their student loans or to forgive them, or at least in the short term. Well, $20,000 per borrower at $400 billion supposedly would help 43 million Americans. But what nobody discusses is university endowments. Harvard University has a $50 billion university endowment. That means two and a half million people could have the entirety of their student loans wiped out if Harvard saw fit to do so. But while Harvard receives money from the government and from the students through the student loan that the taxpayer pays for, somehow Harvard can separately build a revenue stream of their investments that never has to go to pay back these students or pay for these students to resolve their debts. When this program was announced on August 22nd, student loan repayment had already been on hold for two years. So most of these students that are now complaining that they can't pay back their loans, they haven't paid back their loans since we were during COVID, during the Trump administration. So they've had over two years of not paying back their loans. And now the idea that starting in September, they have to start making a minimal payment per month is just overwhelming. Why is it that these students who took on all this debt to go to college so they could make more money and have a better career, can't pay back their loans. What about people who don't go to college? How do they pay back their loans on their truck? How do they pay back their credit card loans? How do they pay for their mortgages? Why is it that the only group that's getting help bailing them out from their loans are college students, many of whom don't graduate, many of whom do? Why are they so unable? Well, because we all know. A, they haven't been taught that they have to repay their requirements. It's as if this money was free in the first place. And if you can borrow money that you'll never have to pay back, it means you'll borrow more money. And the more money you inject into the system, of course, the inflationary effect. It's the quantitative easing of student loans. So that's why the university experience costs so much more than it used to in the early 90s when I was in school. We've got people who, when their child is born, are taking on loans, or sorry, are, 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 are beginning 
a savings process to save money so that their student, their kid, when they're 18 years old, can have this four-year experience that's such a life changer. We got people that spend 18 years with their financial advisor. How much do I need to put into this tax-deferred account to be able to pay for my kid to go to school? We've got other people who take on jobs while they're going to school, or they go to night school, or they go to military to get the, the, the government payment of their, their university experience. So why is it that there is created this special class of individuals who apparently cannot or will not pay back their loans? And why does it matter? Well, that gets to the case that was Biden versus Nebraska. You see, individuals were trying to sue over this for a number of different reasons, and they couldn't get standing. You can't just complain about a government program and you get to sue. You don't have standing. You don't have the basis to be in the courtroom against the other side. But the state of Missouri, attorney general, on behalf of the state of Missouri, and six attorneys general brought this lawsuit. And the reason was because the state of Missouri, if these loans aren't paid back, there won't be money in that fund that would be able to fund the next generation of university students. And that is a harm that must be corrected. So if you don't pay back these accounts that lent the money in the first place, then how does the next generation of student pay for their university experience? There will be no money in the kitty for student loans if these people don't pay their student loan money back. And so that was the harm that was done. Well, if you don't make these people pay the money back, where is the money in the future that is supposed to be lending money for kids to go to school that weren't able to go to school? Well, in the old days, you had to show that you couldn't afford to go to college in order to get the student loan. There would be grants, there would be scholarships, and there would be loans. Then in 2010, Barack Obama decides we're not going to have private lenders loaning to students the government's going to take it over. And when the government takes it over, that gives the government the ability to lend to you or to take away from you. I'm Michael Berry in for Clay and Buck. We'll continue coming up. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.